Be thankful for the difficult people in your life, for they have shown you what not to be. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For, for a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this exclusive offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Be thankful for the difficult people in your life, for they have shown you what not to be. Easier said than done, right? <laughs> to have gratitude for the people who cause you the most grief and frustration. This is obviously a perpetual challenge for anybody who's attempted it. But I think there's a lot of value in here too. So we'll do our best to kind of unpack that this morning and, and dig into it a little bit. The quotes are selected by the community through the Facebook page based on the feedback that I get, just so you know. I don't select them myself. Um, I do select a, a wide variety and share them, but uh, that's not, at the end of the day, I let uh, the feedback determine the subject. Are there people in your life who are perpetually difficult? And if you're like me, you work in customer service and difficult, difficult people are just part of the job. And so learning to navigate situations in which you have to deal with regular Regularly occurring negative people can be a point of frustration for pretty much everybody, um, even even the most positive and optimistic of people that I know have uh, have difficulty with this. It's, it's very easy to get drained. Some people are like an emotional vacuum cleaner. I don't know if you've met them. <laughs> if you haven't yet, don't worry, you will. It's part of being... In the human race, you will come across people who are emotional vacuum cleaners and they will consume what little bit of uh, positivity you have in you. And just like anything else, we really only have control over how we respond to those types of people. We can't really control what they do. All we can do is control how we react to what they do. But I do like the general optimism of this quote, because regardless of who you are, where you're at, what, what life you're living at the moment, you're going to have to, at some point, learn to deal with people who are difficult. Unless you have the great luxury of living in complete isolation. If so, kudos to you. You're probably not on a computer anywhere, so you're probably not listening to this show. <laughs> or you found a, uh, a nice remote location out in the woods, separate from all of humanity. But for the rest of us normal people who are existing day in and day out, we do need to come to terms with this and we need to figure out a way of dealing with it. There was a uh, on, ongoing quote that kind of stuck with me when I was younger because I had to kind of figure out how to navigate this because I knew I, I had met people who seemed to always make bad decisions and they seemed to always get in trouble. But they never seem to learn from their mistakes. 
And they would continue to live in that cycle of bad decisions. And then they would somehow come up with a way to blame everybody else for their bad decisions, and, and they would never get themselves out of it. And so there was a quote that kind of stuck into my head. I don't know if it's a good quote. It, it's not necessarily a very humanitarian quote, but it was, unfortunately, the purpose of some people's lives is merely to serve as an example to others of what not to be. Hopefully this isn't you. Hopefully you're not you're not uh, a person who's setting an example of others of of your life is merely a warning to others. Hopefully that's not your situation. If it is, don't don't fret. There's always a way out of that lifestyle. Tomorrow's episode. Uh, no, wait, it's not tomorrow's. A future episode will be relevant to you on that actually. And that no matter how much your life has fallen apart, you can always rebuild and start from the ground up. So there's there's never in my opinion there's never a too far gone. But there are definitely some people's lives who it just seems like they just serve as a warning to others of what to avoid. And we often talk about on the show like the purpose of pain, the purpose of suffering, the purpose of bad things happening is in a lot of ways so that we have a point of contrast for our lives. You know, if we never see the negative consequences of poor decision-making, how are we ever to believe poor decision-making isn't worth it? And in an increasingly lucky and, and what's the word, in an increasingly blessed culture in which people can continue to fail and have the consequences not boomerang in their face, it becomes harder and harder to see the consequences of poor decision-making because there's so many safety nets in place, and justifiably so. I mean, cult, we generally put things in place to help people who are genuinely in trouble. But when we put things in place that help people who are genuinely in trouble, it also, those particular systems will be taken advantage of by people who aren't really in trouble, but they're looking for an out for the poor decisions that they continue to make. So we don't often see the negative consequences of bad decision making because we we rescue them as a culture from we rescue people from those. And that's a tough balance because you want to be on one hand a humanitarian culture, you want to take care of people who are going through hardships and give them an opportunity to recover, but on the other you want the pain of reality to at least get them back on track to a more productive and hopefully more positive lifestyle. And so this is always, I think, a constant battle. I think I think you'll find that people who are left-leaning are more compassionate. People who are right-leaning are more rigid. And I think, and I just mean politically, but also ideologically, I think a lot of that is because if we take either side to an extreme, it becomes callous and heartless because endless compassion is not good because you'll continue to emotionally bail people out who need to learn lessons and hard lessons. But also extreme callousness is not good because people genuinely need compassion. So kind of finding that that middle can be difficult. And I think we've lost sight of that. You know, we, we've lost sight that we need each other to kind of find a balance between those two extremes. We see we tend to want 
to ideologically either be extreme judge or extreme savior <laughs> in, in, in reality. When you get into situations, reality is usually far more complex than that. So there's not this luxury of being able to swoop, swoop in and save the day all the time. It's finding a way of holding people accountable, but passionately, uh, compassionately. So I think this quote does kind of capture that because it says, be, be thankful for the difficult people in your life for they've shown you what not to be. It's, it's at least being aware that they're human beings and they're making mistakes, right? And, and you want what's better for them, but you can all, we can also, we have the ability to learn lessons from other people's decisions. Like we have brains, we have the ability to observe and witness firsthand the consequences of decision-making that can also be for good people in your life, not just difficult people. So this quote can be taken on both ends. It's be grateful, be thankful for the difficult people in your life, but also be grateful for the, the positive people in your life because they'll show you what to be and the difficult people will show you what not to be. So if we get in the habit of observing other people and paying attention to the decisions that they're making and we find that they are falling into consequences that we also don't want to fall into, it's like, okay, well then I better not do what they're doing. It seems like an obvious common sense thing, but you'd be amazed at how few of us actually pay attention to people who are falling into traps over and over again. And, and then we assume that, oh, well, that won't happen to me. I'm different. I'm an exception to the rule. And it's like, well, most of us are not exceptions to the rule. Um, but it, But it is good to get into the habit of observing people's behavior, especially those who are facing negative consequences. And not to mention, if we are experiencing the, the, the negative people in our day-to-day, -day, like, like I said, I experience this in customer service quite a bit. Not all the time, of course, but <clears throat> you experience a good level of genuinely negative and uh, toxic people. And it just does serve as a reminder. Like, I can let that bother me and drive me insane and wish that they were different. But, but really, it should, the only value I can get out of that is a reminder of like, well, all I can do is not spread that toxicity to others. Like they say crap rolls downhill, right? All you can do is make sure it stops at you and you don't keep letting it roll downhill, right? So we can stop it in its tracks, absorb it, and then hopefully transform it into something else, you know? And that's, that's really the, the best thing we can do in situations like that when you're dealing with, with toxicity and negative people. We're going to keep going into this, but before I dig deeper, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial for my listeners. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast 
and head over to Audible, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.WisdomWorthKnowing.org, and sign up right now for this limited-time offer for my listeners. So yeah, dealing with negative people is a, is a, just a, it's a part of life and, and we do need to get better at it. And there's quite a few books we can read on this subject. And I, I will always remember, re, remind you that the Boundaries book is an excellent book for this. Uh, Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud, and he co-opted it with a couple other people too. And uh, Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk is one I regularly recommend. Um, but we also need to be able to set boundaries with difficult people. You know, uh, we as individuals do deserve dignity and respect, assuming we also give dignity and respect to other people. We also need to extend some level of grace to other people. Um, If I don't stop and take the time to allow people to have a bad day, because some people are just having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad life. (laughs) If we don't allow people to, to kind of at least have some breathing room to be themselves around us, and we're super rigid in how we deal with their negativity and their bad days, we, we get super judgmental immediately, then we will chase away any normal relationships that have any deep level of intimacy. So like, for example, I, I, in my close friendships, in my close relationship, I, there's times where we yell at each other or we get in arguments or they yell at me. You know, there's times in my life where I'm the negative person or the difficult person. And hopefully, I, at that point in time, am surrounded by people who can absorb some of that and and at least be honest with me about, hey, you know what? You're having a bad day. That's fine. You know, don't take it out on me. Or, you know, they just, they kind of brush it off. And hopefully it's a temporary thing I'm going through. You know what I mean? It's not something that I'm I'm not being that difficult person perpetually. Hopefully it's just a temporary insanity. <laughs> and uh, the, the people in my life will give me enough grace. So hopefully they extend that same level of grace to me as I navigate that. But there's a difference between having temporary negative feelings and genuine toxicity, which is like a chronic negativity that is draining. And sometimes the best thing you can do is kind of keep people at arm's length if that's their personality at the moment or if they're going through that season because that's what's best for the relationship, right? You don't want to be continually putting yourself in a situation where their negativity will generate resentments and anger and bitterness toward them. And it's okay to tell people that. It's like, hey, I I know you're going through something right now, but you don't have to tell them that because you may make it worse. If you think that they can handle that truth, then tell them that. Or if it becomes so bad, you may have to tell them that even if they can't handle it. Because it is a protection for a relationship. If you want that relationship to have any value is to not get in the mud with people and continue sling dirt at each other. You know, it may be, may be appropriate to keep certain people at arm's length. So yeah, I mean, that's something to be fully aware of is that there there's always going to be especially with social media, there's always going to be perfect examples of like wow, it's really maybe a warning that I shouldn't I shouldn't go down that path. Because clearly it can lead to a really really dark place. 
And we can have gratitude in that. We can have gratitude in having at least the sense that we can observe other people's behavior and how they react and 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 watch the bottom fall out from underneath them and not not in a gloating or gleeful way but it's like whoa you know there's another saying says if not for the grace of god that could have been me or that could be me <clears throat> another thing that i do want to point out on this point of negative people and difficult people is if you instantly cut anybody off who is a difficult person from from all communications and all all of your time. Sorry, sometimes I have delays in, in, in what I'm saying because I want to make sure I communicate it effectively. If you find yourself in a situation where you immediately cut people off the minute they become negative, I'll be hard-pressed to say that you have any real intimate relationships because, because you've not extended grace. And it will also make you soft. Because difficult people will make you a stronger person. But only if you learn how to do this boundaries thing. Every time you run into a difficult person, it is an opportunity for us to learn how to manage difficult people better. Because this life is going to have no short shortage of difficulties and difficult people, and difficult situations. And if we have the right attitude about these things as they come, then we can start to see these negative situations and negative people as an opportunity to to grow in some new way. Now, I'm not, of course, I'm not great at this at all because our initial visceral response to a difficult person is to be combative, be defensive, and say, well, forget that person. I'm done with them. I mean, that's the, that's the gut natural response to it. The, the unnatural response, which is arguably probably the best response, is to say, well, how can, I, how can I navigate this difficult time or this difficult relationship well? And what can I learn from it? Not just what can I learn what not to be, but how can I learn to deal with people like this? And then the better we get, at leaning into and, and learning to manage and deal with difficult people, the, the better we get at dealing with people in general. Like if you can deal with a genuinely toxic person, like somebody who's super toxic, then you can deal with almost anybody of any personality type. Now, I get it. Depending on our disposition, not all of us want to subject ourselves to that level of pressure and toxicity. And that's okay. Like we all have a threshold for that. But we can see a lot of this as an opportunity to learn to navigate difficult relationships. And in some cases, the reason people are difficult is because like yesterday's episode, we talked about be careful what you tolerate. You know, you're teaching people how to treat you. You know, if, if you've allowed people to be perpetually toxic towards you, and you've just taken it and you've never set any healthy boundaries with them. And now they're just on autopilot because people kind of slip into that conversational comfort zone. You know, you, you do have some responsibility in that. Like you, you've set the terms of the relationship. And so if, if you don't have healthy boundaries with people 
or you don't learn to set healthy boundaries with people, then this toxicity thing will become a regularly reoccurring thing. And so if we don't stop to take the time to learn how to do that and how to deal with negative and toxic people in a healthy way, then we'll be forever doomed to kind of continually cut people out as they become toxic. And there's a, again, there's a, there's a lot of value in not just writing people off, you know, in, in learning to enjoy the, 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 the corners of that relationship that are good that you can really enjoy without completely cutting off the relationship, you know, because there's, <clears throat> you're not marrying everybody, right? So when you get into a relationship with somebody or a friendship with somebody, or you have a family member who's particularly toxic, like you're not spending, you don't have to spend all of your time in the rest of your life with this person. I mean, if you're married to them, you do, cause you've committed to that, but that's part of the commitment unless of course they're abusing you and that's a whole different subject but the <clears throat> the the point is you get to choose at, at what length or distance you keep that relationship and so you can keep a coworker at, as a coworker that's okay like you don't your coworkers don't have to be your best friend you know they don't have to have the same level of intimacy that you and your spouse have. I mean, hopefully they don't, you know? So you get to set the terms of, of that friendship. And if if they don't respect those boundaries you're setting, well, then they're genuinely a toxic person. And, and then that's some, that's, that is a particular character trait that is un, in, untenable. Like, it's not recoverable. Because at the very, very minimum, if you are going to try to have a working relationship with somebody... They need to be able to respect your boundaries that you set. So that would say I would say that's probably the one character trait that is not able to be overcome to carve out specific healthy relationships. So if of all of the character flaws, if the person you're trying to maintain a relationship with is not willing or able, for whatever reason, to respect your boundaries that you're setting, then that would probably be the one deal breaker, I would say, in which you cannot establish a healthy relationship with them. But most people will, you know, depending on how your pushback is, and <clears throat> they'll allow you to set some limits to the relationship. And so then you can at least enjoy those relationships for what they are. You know, when I was in high school, um, there was an ongoing joke that my mom would say, you know, are you hanging out with that kid? Because, you know, that particular kid may have a bad rap or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we get along. She's like, well, I don't want you to spend too much time. He's a bad influence. And I'm like, well, that's a school friend. You know, we wouldn't hang out outside of school, really, because, you know, we don't really connect a lot, but we get along okay. And so, like, I, I, I kind of had this trait. I didn't realize I had it until later, but I did kind of have this ability early in my teens and I'm grateful for this because I don't even, I probably got it from my parents not realizing it. I had this ability to know, like, to still get along with people, even though we didn't really align in a lot of ways. Like, we, we were just such a personality mismatch. But that didn't, that didn't mean I had to cut them off. Like, we, there was a, there was a way for, there's ways for us to have relationships with people that are limited in scope. 
and limited in intimacy so that we can still have good relationships with them, even if they are difficult, negative people. And, and there's no, there's no saying what will happen. You know, there's no guarantee they'll be that way all the time. You know, maybe they're going through a hard time, you know, and, and, and I think that's a good thing to maintain those relationships where you can, because there's, there's value in those relationships too, especially if it's a coworker or something, because if you, if you rely on people or depend on them, it's not always a good thing to write them off right away. You know, try, try to find a place where you can both align is generally the best approach. But like I said, it, it depends on the level of toxicity, the respect of each other's boundaries, the that kind of thing. You know, so there's a lot of complex relational things there that really only you can navigate. And, and we all have different thresholds for that as well. So, yeah, that was a good, good topic that you guys picked for today. You're listening to the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. So feed those algorithms. Your likes, comments, and shares all help the show grow. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Make sure you leave a review while you're there because that also helps the show grow. Feel free to visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org where you can donate or connect or listen to the show directly through your browser. And until next time, be thankful for the difficult people in your life, for they have shown you what not to be. And, by contrast, be thankful for the wonderful people in your life, for they have shown you what to be. So until tomorrow, I want to thank you all for joining me. And let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can for today, because that is all we can do. Have a good day.